Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one spear at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today, we have Naomi Wong. Hello. 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 Um, And today we're going to be talking about Minute 32, which starts with Mary sitting up to look at whatever speared his new orc friend and ends with uh, the Rohirrim cresting that little hillock. Friend is a strong word. Yeah, I know. They love each other. No, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a I don't think there's I don't uh, think there's any love in that orc no. size. <laughs> no, he just really loves to eat. Um, Lust is the word you're looking ew, for. Ew! Ew! No! 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 What the frick? No! Get out of here! <laughs> you started this. Oh my god! So. That one rider with the um, bow and arrow at like twenty seconds in is my hero. Right. That's yes, amazing. I need everyone. Phenomenal. I need everyone to appreciate how difficult that has to be. It's so cool. It's probably a woman too. Yeah, because yeah, oh, like a whole bunch of these. Yeah, like well over half of the riders they had were ladies. Yes, with plastered on beards. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's just like Monty Python. <laughs> Just like. Yeah. It's like, hey, are there any women here? No, no. No women. What's a woman? Uh, I can't remember who says it on the commentary, but they talk about it being kind of like disorienting sometimes in the morning if you weren't a part of the filming for that. Walk into the, the area where everyone's eating and you think you're surrounded by all these dudes. And then you just slowly start to realize, oh, no, it's all the all the riders of Rohan with fake beards on. Yeah, because they'd be, like, talking normally and with, you know, maybe slightly higher voices, perhaps. And just someone who hasn't even... had their coffee yet just goes to have breakfast and they're just like, uh, oh, hey guys, wait a second. <laughs> wait. Where am I? <laughs> Amazing. That must be fun to be, like, in craft services and you're setting up the table. Yeah. And someone's like, oh, hey, thanks. And you're just like, oh, no, no problem. Oh. And just, they're just like in full armor with like a beard. Yeah. Like... I would love to do that. Not gonna, not gonna lie. I'd love to be dressed in full armor with a big fake beard on. I feel like people yes. would take you so much more seriously. It depends like, on how pic- obviously fake the beard looks. That's true. Literally, I have a picture on my Facebook somewhere from when I was in New York, and we found in a like a, a convenience store about a block away from our apartment. There was a Duck Dynasty fake beard with a attached bandana. Oh my god. And there's a picture of me with a giant denim jacket holding onto like a three liter bottle of Coke with that beard on. And I gotta tell you, it looks real good. <laughs> I mean, I like to wander around when I'm wandering around like craft stores if it's Christmas time, I put on the fake Santa beard sometimes. Just to, Does it make you feel distinguished? Yeah, it also, you know, I do it mostly so when Cassandra turns around and she's me, she's like, why the hell are you doing that? <laughs> See, but you already kind it's of the, have a beard. Like, true. I feel like people would take me so much more seriously if I had a big old jacket and, a, like, a beard. Yeah. Maybe. It's the patriarchal society we live in. 
you know, it's interesting because like in some ways you're more likely to get a certain amount of respect as a man when you have a beard, but you're much more likely to get hired for a job if you're baby faced for your interview. Hmm. It depends how groomed your beard is, doesn't it? Just, I, I, I assume it does, but I, I read this thing, like it's just a, like a, just a statistics thing. You are more likely to get hired for a job as a man hmm. if you do not have a beard during your interview. So like if Aragorn walked in with right. this like stubble, he wouldn't get I mean, hired. Right. Yeah. Or Legolas would. But Legolas would. <laughs> Lego, oh, yeah. I mean, they have similar, hire Legolas, right? right? You know, they have very similar qualifications and skills. <laughs> Legolas is more likely to get chosen. He also has blonde hair, which also yes. makes you more likely to get hired for oh. a job. Workplace discrimination. Yeah, everything would be better with a beard, mm. like a proper one. I don't want stubble. I don't want like the growing in phase because I feel like that would be super itchy. But you know, like a full beard, a nice full beard. I can't remember. What it was like when my beard hair, my beard first started growing in, like if the stubble was itchy. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, but you like shave. Yeah, but I have no, I have no memory of like if it was uncomfortable when I when it first started. Oh, like I have no, no. I have no memory See, of this place. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just going off how like the very few occasions that I actually bothered to shave my legs, like how it feels like a couple of days afterwards. I'm like, oh no, that's too much. <laughs> Couldn't do that on my face. Right? But then you guys have like other products that you probably use and i don't so <laughs> <laughs> how much does aftershave actually sting oh uh, i i yeah, very is it like home alone it, yeah it, do you scream it, every time no. <laughs> it, it can sting if you have an open cut oh uh i've never thought it was terrible i don't shave my face with a razor all that often <laughs> i love how off topic we are <laughs> aragorn's got a beard we're on topic <laughs> and more importantly the ladies of Rohan have beards. Mm-hmm. More importantly, the ladies of Rohan have beards. I wonder how yeah. many of them are shield maidens. Mm. We'll get there. Yeah. Only one. <laughs> only one. Only one, because she's the only one that talks. Hey. Um, lots of orcs die in this minute. Yep. They do. This, it's a massacre. This studio scene, they, I feel like they vastly under, like, understate how much of a nightmare this must have been to film. Oh, like, they course. say it was difficult. <laughs> yeah. But they don't sound like... I, f- I feel like they're not telling the whole story. I feel like no one is telling the whole story about what this must have been like to film, because they talk about having to redress the set after every take, mm-hmm. because the horses mm-hmm. would destroy it. Right. I mean, you know. And how, when the horses showed up in the morning for filming in this studio... They would gallop around to get the horses, like, run up and ready to go. So before even doing any actual takes, they had to redress the studio after the horses warmed up. There's uh, a big, like, uh, I think the term is berm of sand on either side of the studio for the horses to run up, then get onto the grass, then cool down on sand when they get off the grass again. So there's something soft for them to start on mm-hmm. because it's all concrete mm-hmm. underneath this grass. Right. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. And then all the actors on the ground are like anywhere from six inches to a couple of feet away from these horses as they're running through the set at full speed. I feel like they wouldn't get the insurance of that anymore. <laughs> like this had this had to have been a nightmare. To, there's like forty horses in this in this scene, at least, and, and like they, just as many extras. Yeah, and they just run through, and no one gets trampled, which is a miracle that you know of, right? <laughs> They don't want to talk yeah. about it. This is the one place somebody New died Zealanders, and they just you know. won't mention it. Nobody knows. New Zealanders don't care. 
They're hardcore. They're tough. Right? And these are all, like, most of these people riding these horses are not actually, like, professional stunt riders. They're, no, they're just locals. They're just locals, mostly local women in, like, horse riding clubs that own their own horses. And they're like, yeah, we'll be in your movie as an extra. And it's just like, all right, we want you to run full speed through a crowd on your horse. Cool. That's so dangerous. And Point you, me where to and go. And you, you need to fire a bow and arrow from horseback. I'm pretty sure that one is probably a stunt. Yeah, person. yeah, I know. I'm sure it is. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like, imagine what if they didn't even ask them to, and they were like, "I'm going to do this. Is that cool?" And they're like, "Yeah, go for it." Because <laughs> I imagine guiding a horse with your knees is relatively difficult. Mm-hmm. I think it's much harder than the DC five ride check it is in D and D. Well, you've never actually ridden a horse, right? No. Yeah, because you're supposed to like, because they're 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 trained to respond to the reins and the pressure yeah but like so like if you want them to go faster you need to press with your knees not with the reins like right in every terrible cowboy movie because that like is really bad for them because it's attached you're, to the bit you're pulling on their teeth yeah yeah um or their their bridle um not a whole lot of people use the bits anymore because it's mean but like that that staying in the saddle when the horse is going that fast is a challenge already Mm. especially if you're like holding on because like i i'm not a trained horse rider i've only mm. been on a horse like a handful of times but i can't I think even the one imagine time, i think the one time i got put on a pony as a kid and it started moving i started crying oh oh and i like i want to ride the pony i was like i don't want to ride the pony yeah, get me off the pony <laughs> this was oh. a mistake because i didn't i've never liked heights yeah. and like even like yeah. standing on a chair makes me anxious <laughs> oh because uh, I've taken two significant falls in my life that have injured me in some way. Yeah. Uh, you would not like the blocking of the th- show I'm in right now. <laughs> I get to run down off big scaffoldings, run Ooh. down ramps, st- straight onto cubes that are on the edge of the stage. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I almost fell yeah. off the front of a stage during a play in high school, so it's fine. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, one of we, one of my friends, uh, we they did um, Henry V as a play when I was in high school. I was part of the tech crew rather than part of the production at that point. And they were doing a big fight scene, my two best friends, and one of them fell backwards off the raised stage onto her back oh, no. in the middle of the fight scene. And everyone's like, oh no. <laughs> what do we do and then she you just keep going stu- she just keep- no she literally she from the ground looked up at carrie and she was like Rah! and then carrie jumped on top of her and they continued the fight it was ridiculous you just gotta stay in character acting <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean the next de- the, the next performance um the next day they changed the blocking and they, the fight wasn't as intense because surprisingly falling backwards off a stage onto your back while wearing that much stuff hurts Right. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah, I almost, <laughs> I almost fell off the front of a stage uh, during rehearsal for a play because uh, I was I was the villain and I was carrying the leading lady across the stage oh. and I had to set her in a chair that was really close to the front of the stage and she's tied up. Yeah. Oh no. And I almost fell with her oh off the front gosh. of the stage during rehearsal, so we totally changed it. <laughs> I wow. didn't. I caught her. I stayed on balance. She almost went off the stage. I almost went off the stage with her. That's really scary. Yeah. And then it was just like, we're not doing this. <laughs> that's that's when it's a it's good when you learn that in rehearsals. Yeah. Though, and not. And every time we did it, not yeah. near the edge of the stage, it was fine. And then mm-hmm. we did it once near the edge of the stage for rehearsal. It's just like we're not doing that again. <laughs> no. 
Men out of horses. It, right? Yeah. I always liked horse riding when I was a kid. One of my friends, um, her and her father, they owned a couple of horses mm. and they did horse ju- like show jumping. So we got to ride that horse and like do some jumps. It was great. I don't think I could ever do like jumps. The most I've done is like some trail riding. Mm. And even that was uh. like, oh God, please don't kick or anything. <laughs> like, I don't even really like horses all that much. They're pretty. Like, they're fine. Nice horses are like big dogs that don't do as much fun things with you. You can't play yeah. fetch with a horse. But you can, I, you can pet their nose and they get happy. Yeah. I, I always love the story as well. Um, Eddie Redmayne lied to a director when he was being cast. For, I can't remember which project it was. No, they were like, as he was going out the door, they were like, oh, Eddie, you can ride a horse, right? And he's like, yes, yes, I can. <laughs> And then, like, a week later, he's on top of a stallion. Oh, my God. Up, and they're about to charge. And he's like, um, maybe not. And, yeah, the director pops his head out and goes, you're a goddamn liar, Redman. <laughs> it was the same director. Um, What's his name? Blame is. Oh. I have no idea. But, yeah, no, because then he purposely put him on a horse there just, like, as some sort of revenge, That's I guess. That's really funny. That, that is <laughs> he's hilarious. Like, and I've never lied on my resume ever again. <laughs> like, well, now he knows how to ride a horse. Like, right, yeah. I almost died. <sighs> Man. I know people who would have just been like, no, I'm going to stick to it. Whatever happens. No, no, he literally could have died. Yeah. Um, yeah. Untrained on a stallion in a, a massive gallop charge. No. Yeah. I'm sure there are people <laughs> out there that would have lied about it and then been like, no, I'm not going to get caught in a lie. And then it would have been a terrible and mistake. And then they would have died. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die not being a liar. A red sun rises. Blood has been yes. spilled this night. Oh, Legolas! It's Eddie Redmayne. So <laughs> extra. Oh, Legolas! Continuing to be Captain Obvious. A red sun rises. I love. Okay. Really genius. I love that he stops and turns around, <laughs> admires the Away- sunrise, yeah. and says this line, and then keeps going. Does he really look away from the sunrise? Some of the, like, edge of the light is behind him on the horizon. It's just like, he looks the opposite way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what do your elf eyes see? (laughs) Well, I shouldn't look into the sun, Aragorn. (laughs) It's like an eclipse. He has to, like, look at the corner of his eye. (laughs) I can't look. It'll damage my elf eyes. I need UV protection, Aragorn. I can't just look at the sun. Right. Oh, oh my man. gosh. I I like that line a little better than um, the other one. <laughs> they, they march as though the very whips yeah. of their masters are behind them. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's even. Also, that's just an even more clunky way of basically saying what Aragorn said like a couple of minutes previous. It's like some evil drives these creatures. Mm-hmm. It's just. Legolas just has to repeat or Aragorn and be obvious. That's his job. I mean, you know, I have one job and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it well, goddammit. Yes. Also, can we talk about how Aragorn's spidey senses are about as good as Peter Parker's in the Infinity War trailer? (laughs) He's like, we better hide. I'm like, did you not see? Like, there's a lot of them. (laughs) It's really big. You're on the top of the... You, you can see it all around you. How did you not see them until right now? I'm almost sad. And you did... 
I'm almost sad that they cut the moment from the book where Legolas sees them like a mi- a couple miles off and it's just like, <laughs> there's a bunch of men coming on horses. One of them's taller than the rest. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of sad that they cut <laughs> all noble that. brow. It's like, oh my god. Like, how do you know that? They're tw- like 24 I mean, kilometers away or some crap. It's like, oh, one of them is tall. He's got a good brow. Aragorn. Yeah, I could see myself with him. Like, he looks like, oh, that man is handsome. He could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> a handsome man approaches. Uh, I, yeah, no, because He Aragorn, has eyebrows to rival Hugo Weaving. Like, Aragorn <laughs> is really good at perceiving things, as yes. we'll see, mm-hmm. I think, next week. Yes. Um, or I guess that was, like, his survival or whatever. Whatever pers- tracking is. Yeah, the, you um, know, tracking. But you, like, you hear the horses. Before you see before them. Before Aragorn was like, oh, we gotta go. Yeah. It's just like, was he just standing there staring at them coming up the hill like, should I stay? Should I go? <laughs> what should <Right>. I do? <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Yes. And like, there are a lot of them. <laughs> we were watching the minute and <laughs> Norman's like, they can see you. <laughs> there, There is no world in which s- at least most of these riders did not see them like they certainly I, did i figured they were like you know what i can't be bothered right now <laughs> these people clearly don't want to talk to us let's not talk to them i'm tired i've had a hard night of killing orcs Spent- let's just keep riding don't tell Aemer. just don't say anything i swear to god see i feel like Aemer saw them and it's just like ignore them who cares <laughs> Like, I'm not doing this right Unless now. Unless they're wearing the white hand of Saruman, they can walk away. <laughs> I will kill everything yeah, else. Yeah, because wouldn't Aomer be at the head of the column? Yeah. He was, yeah. Hmm. Beautiful Carl Urban. Yes. We yep. haven't seen him yet, though. I mean, we've saw him, we've no. seen him. in the movie, I but mean, not here. And his hair and eyebrows, which don't match. <laughs> yes. But like, but, like, tomorrow is the real urban... Yeah. I get to talk tomorrow I get to talk about something in this movie that has always bothered me and it's really small. Alright. Well, on that note, do we have any other notes? <laughs> I don't think so. Any other thoughts? Any other uh, do? um ruminations upon beards? Uh, no. Okay. So. No. so we're I gonna just, talk about human wanna... beards. At some point we're gonna talk about dwarf beards. It's okay. <laughs> just saying, you know, I just wanna note that I drew a little sad face next to that shot of that horse about to stump on Pippin because yeah. Oh, Pippin. Yeah, they wanted to really so make scared. they wanted to really make the audience think that Mary and Pippin might be dead. For yeah. people that haven't read the books. For a good five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Is it, isn't it quite closer to ten, maybe? I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's a while. Well, because we see Mary and Pippin in the forest before we get Aragorn's crazy tracking scene, I'm pretty oh. sure. Do we? Do we? I don't think so. Yeah. I know. I think we, he does the oh. tracking, and that's when they start. Interviewing. Yeah, that's yeah. when they start okay. cutting it in. It's okay. like a hobbit lay here. Right. They ran into the forest, and Gimli's like, "Why their the bonds f- were cut? Their bonds were yeah. cut." <laughs> Gimli's like, "Why the hell would anyone go in there?" <laughs> because they are not learned. <laughs> they are but children in this world, and they don't have their wee belts. Oh, what no. are their wee belts? But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks again for uh, chatting with us, Naomi. I hope you're having it's fun. It's all good. <laughs> so while you are checking out DuelingGenre.com, of which we are a part, you can check out the Protagonist podcast, um, Countdown to Infinity, which is a really cool project. 
talking about MCU movies uh, one every week. I've been on. Um, I think at this point, Naomi's been on. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And The Doctor's Companion, which I co-host, we're on hiatus. Um, but we're coming back soon with some classic Who. So, yay. And we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 33. I hope everyone has a good Tuesday. Don't get stopped by a horse. Yay. Bye. (laughs) Always good advice.